0: What is up, guys? Welcome to uh, episode one. This is the first of, like, a a regular series now. You you know my friend Todd Kirk. uh, He joined me at the end of last season as we did some bowl specials for you guys. And uh we're we're kinda launching a new well not kind of, we are, we're launching a new brand here. And uh we're gonna put it on the Cyclone Fanatic feed for a while, let it build up some momentum, and then we're gonna move out onto our own feed. We are the Action Fanatics, and we are presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook at the Wild Rose Casino in Jefferson. And uh first of all, Todd Kirk joining me from Omaha, Nebraska today via the Zoom. How are you, my friend?
1: The zoo, man. I wish you know. I wish we were recording. I,
0: I put my mask on and talk this way. Chris. No, it's a little blurrier.
1: Oh, okay. Sorry about that. Um, yeah, I'm doing awesome, man. These are uh, these are crazy, crazy, crazy times. But I couldn't be more excited to have uh, DraftKings and the sportsbook there at Wild Rose and Jefferson. I think it's uh, you know that's been a, it's like a dream come true. This is uh, phenomenal. And you uh, you peg me as a lifelong degenerate, and I'm going to run with it. So you love go. that?
0: Is that cool? I love it. That's cool with you.
1: Hundred percent.
0: Okay. Well, that's that's what we're going to call you. So the um here here's going to be a, I don't want Todd like the one thing I didn't want this pod to be is just us giving picks for an hour yep. every week. I want to be able to help. We have a lot of folks listening who are just getting into sports betting. Um, I, I want to have just provide something for everybody here for the newbies uh maybe we can teach you a thing or two and um for the veterans like maybe we can give you some insight that you didn't know uh you you always say let us do the work for you right so Absolutely. that's that, that's how you like to go by it and i'm you know i've had my gold sheet out i've been studying my gold sheet here for the last 24 hours um i'm a I'm a geek when it comes to this stuff. The, the reason I got into sports betting, Todd, was not the financial aspect of it. I'm not like a guy who needs the action. That's not it. I, I love numbers. I love um, it. Honestly, it was when I started the KXNO show, like putting $10 on a game made me so much more interested in it. It made me better at my job. And I've kind of fallen in love with that aspect of it. How did you get into this field?
1: Yeah, no, and you know, that's what I've appreciated about our relationship, Chris, is you come from it at that, not that I'm not analytical, um, I am, not that I won't take the time to research, I do, but I got into it by sitting next to my dad watching football and having him on the phone talking to his brothers and his bookie and laying down action, I, I couldn't even tell you what he was betting. Yeah. I don't know the number, right? Yeah. But having action, and then I would live through his action. And he was a huge Iowa fan, and an even bigger Notre Dame fan. So you know, it was a lot more. And we still do, but betting with your heart, right? Yeah. Um, no doubt. But that was it. And and what I appreciate about you is you're going to bring to this stuff that I need and information I need. What has changed from when my dad was betting and me sitting in the armchair next to him with the fire on, you know, I like. It's like I was, I'm was. i there right now. Now we have access to so much information.
0: Mm-hmm. There's
1: so many podcasts. How do we differentiate ourselves amidst that world? Well, I'll take the time to listen to these other podcasts. Uh, hopefully I can uh, consolidate that information, and give you guys some some wise plays as we go through it. But we, we're bringing ourselves to this. And the difference between listening to our podcast and someone else is it's engaging and you can listen to it. It's not gonna bore you senseless. It's not going to drive you to drink. You've got to have some perspective. And plus we're Midwesterners, right? Like we have passion. We wear our hearts on our sleeves. We're honest about what we do and how we do it. And I think we're going to have angles that I can tell you this, it, we're going to have angles that the others don't. And I can tell you this, I saw this yesterday and I've been talking to a guy, Matt Perrault. You guys may know him. He was at KXNL for a while, worked with, uh, uh, Ken Miller, I think, after uh, yeah. that whole thing shook out with that, whatever dude. Anyway, Matt's in Vegas, and I watched the Daily Wager, and this whole industry is blowing up. And we're lucky to have DraftKings behind us. We're lucky to have a casino like Wild Rose in our own state. Mm-hmm. Um, their app is phenomenal. But there was a guy on the Daily Wager on ESPN who literally echo chambered what Matt has been talking about. And I kind of, he and I turned ourselves on to this second period overs in hockey and i've heard nobody talk about this chris nobody i haven't even really tweeted about it but it was on like this insane it went on a nine and oh run it was 17 and three at one point in the second round of the playoffs and this guy echoed exactly what matt was saying like that's cheap that's cheesy Mm -hmm, you know you got to have your own take on this stuff it's okay to listen to these other things but form that into your opinion not take other people's opinion and then We're not going to push our crap off like, oh, look, you know, we're Vegas Dave and I'm a winner plus 5,000 units. Yeah, that's because you lost a million and then you bet a million 5,000 on your last game and you won it. So you're up 5,000 units. That's a bunch of crap. That happens out there, people. So buyer beware, caveat emptor. Mm-hmm. As they as they say in Latin, we're going to bring it. We're going to bring it real. We're going to bring it Midwest.
0: Yeah, uh, that's a good way to put it, my man. I, okay, let's let's get into betting college football. Um, starting, we'll get into some NFL. So I I you know I don't have the luxury of hiding things. I I I give my picks every week on KXNO on Fridays, I've done very well the last two years. Uh, my, my record, I might, I'm like 74% over the last two That's years. Freaking crazy people, <laughs> but That's it's crazy. It scares the hell out of me going into this year though, for a couple of reasons. One, I know I'm not that smart. Uh, uh, two, I, this is, um, you know, let me, let me be honest here, Todd. Like I I really want to give, I have some takeaways here that I wanted to just start the show with bounce off of you. I think people should be really take it easy this weekend in the NFL and in college football. Um, I think it's very tempting because generally in week one, I don't do well in in anything. I've learned that over the years. It's usually week two. I, after I've seen these teams a little bit, after I, after I know a little bit more, um, I'm really apprehensive to get going too strongly this weekend uh, after the COVID stuff. Um, you know, camps have been different. And that, talking to the NFL, too. I feel like this might be the most unpredictable sports betting football year in history, and I'm not quite sure that it's going to change much from week one until, like, week six. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know how... These these schools will react to not having fans in the stands. Um, I don't know. You know, I have hunches that, like, certain coaches and certain types of developmental-type programs will fare better than the, um, you know, programs that are all about the talent. But I don't know that. I'm very apprehensive going into week one, putting a strong amount of money down on anything. What do you think about that?
1: Yeah, I'm going to answer that a couple ways. Um, number one is you know, we don't have the analytical data because we've never been through this, right? So you can actually go and dig on these games and find out which teams had spring practices, which teams didn't. How many did they have? How many practices have they had? Did they have a COVID that shut down? That's all seems to be things people are talking in absolutes, like, oh, you know, that's... We don't have any data until after these weeks, right? We'll know a little bit better. So I totally agree with you there. I don't think you want to... You want to take your whole bankroll and and, uh, lay it completely out of week one. Now, also, though, with that being said, Chris, I watched a lot of the the games in week zero, whatever week one was. Um, To me, a couple games stood out. There wasn't much different with the fans. And I'm going to talk about BYU Navy. People were jumping on Navy just because Army had been a service team and they're always healthy. They're always working out. Navy lost so many people. And I know you were on Navy. I was on Navy. <laughs> I got right, burned. <laughs>
0: I, burned. Thought, I thought I the same thing, like my mindset. And this is why I'm just, so, I'm like, Oh, well these military academies, I mean, if there's anybody disciplined during the pandemic. Like they're going to exactly. be ready to go. That was my mindset.
1: Yeah, I heard that. I heard that from you. I heard it from other people. I wasn't, I was on BYU. I watched that team last year. They're road warriors. These guys are hungry. They lost basically 10 of their games when COVID hit. Mm -hmm. They went and found them. They don't care. They're going to play, and they're a tough team. They had their quarterback back. Thankfully, I mean, that was a walkover. So things stay the same. I also watched UAB play Central Arkansas, and you could say, well, Central Arkansas had a game under their belt. That's a lot better than UAB, and guess what? It's true. Like So some of those things that are just normal college, football things in these first couple of weeks. I think they're still true. Central Arkansas had no business being that game,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but UAB gave them 21 points and allowed them to cover. UAB only won by, by
0: 10. I think it was a good, good lesson goal. here, Todd, watch the games. If you're going you to gamble, you have to, yeah, because what the, the stat you just gave out, I mean, I, when you crunch numbers and stuff like I do, it doesn't give you everything. Right and nope. like the stat on the turnovers right there that you just gave is crucial. Like it's crucial to know how you were in a game. Like it's different than actually being in the game. That's a great point you bring up.
1: UAB UAB crushed them. Mm-hmm. I mean they crushed Central Arkansas. However, they weren't sharp. Right, Central Arkansas was sharp enough. They took advantage of it. But those things that I think I I just don't want to like go too far to the edge of you know oh it's COVID it's new you know I think we got to kind of stay somewhere in the middle,
0: right? Yeah, no, I, I'm with you, and I, I found a few things that I think I like this week, um, w- which we can get to. The The one thing I'm really interested to, to see how um, the odds makers react, is valuing stadiums with no fans. Uh, that This has never happened, right? So, like, let's take Iowa State, for instance. It's like a well, let me pull up. I uh, let me pull up my gold sheet here, and I can tell you exactly how much a Jack Trice Stadium is worth. I believe it's a three point stadium. Um, we'll just go with that. It's it's something around there. It's Feels three, yeah. three yeah, and a that's, half something that's, like that. Right. Is it is it without fans? Um, and how does that get adjusted from you know week one maybe to week three when Oklahoma comes to town? I, I my theory and I I, I don't know if this is going to be right, but I'm, I'm rolling with this. I think there's a couple types of coaches. I've I've talked about this a little bit, but I, I, I think, I I think a guy like Matt Campbell, um, who we saw get a job and he, he took a, you know, fifth year quarterback and turned him into an all American linebacker at the snap of a finger. He's a versatile guy, right? Like that's, that's kind of his MO. Um, I like a guy like that. I don't necessarily know if a guy like Gary Patterson is going to adapt as well during a pandemic where everything has changed for what he's been doing for the last 30 years. It makes me want to fade less miles. Not that Kansas was going to be a factor, but I I can't see less miles. All right, guys, mask up. Let's go. Let's make the best of this. Right? Like I – so I have that theory Two, something tells me um, to really look at depth charts and look at depth this year with all the COVID stuff. I mean, you're going to have guys on you know, Saturday that are out because of the Friday night test that you didn't know about. I think depth is more important than ever. That's why I like developmental programs a little bit more. I would yeah. like I would like Iowa probably they're playing this year because of just Ference's style shortened games Ference is a little different I think than than a guy like Gary Patterson or Wes Miles I know some people could throw that back but Ference is more of a CEO what's his coaches coach that type of deal um, and three I what I don't know if I want to normally Todd I'm a guy who I love to wait for the Lions to come out on Sunday and I pounce that's my style. I, I just, I go with it. And then I can adjust as the week goes on. Now, I, I don't know, like I, I can't decide if it's better to do that like I'm used to, or if you're better off betting before kick time based on all the COVID stuff.
1: We talked a little bit about this. I think it was for the radio show. Um, And it was around kind of betting futures, you know, uh, win totals, Yeah. how can you like my, my, and my take on that was um, save your bankroll because you just don't know what's going to happen and you're going to have money committed to something that could end in snap of a finger. So um, I think you just got to be cautious about it. If you are going to do it, those, those early lines, but um, you know, let's take UAB at Miami. Apparently there's been some players tested positive for UAB um, but we you know I don't know right now do we know all that stuff we don't but that's a huge difference in that game and and I haven't seen the spread steamed up I haven't looked here yet this morning
0: yeah, um, I've already made a boo-boo there because I I bet UAB last night because it was on a hook yeah. and I 14 and a half yeah I, I knew what I I knew yeah. I wanted to play UAB if it was above a two, two touchdown. And now I, you know, turns out I probably could have gotten more.
1: Who's that? Yeah. Who, and exactly. So and I, I learned out. a
0: good lesson there though. I mean, I was playing one unit. This was, I don't even think I played a unit. I think it was like a half unit. Um, That's worth it to me
1: though. Right. I mean, you see a number that you like. I think you, again, that goes to what I, what I said, you just, you don't want to lay out a ton early, but I think when you see it and you know it and you know, like you said, you have an Iowa, you have an Oklahoma, you have a, Alabama, you know, teams that next guy up is going to be better than that team anyway. It's probably wise to do it, but I think you got to take all those things into consideration and, and be smart about it because those are the unique things that you have to think about. But um, you know, we don't want to throw everything out just because it's this crazy thing. And you asked about, you know, what's a what's a point what's a fans there not their worth. And again, I don't know if I have a, a, a great answer, but I still think there's some some points that need to be taken away from the traveling team. Let's put it that way, right? No doubt, yeah. Not just the fans. The fans may be half of that number um, it because may, there, you can lose the home.
0: It, and it may even out, too, because I know, like, the, I've talked to friends at Iowa State, just the travels of, or the challenges of traveling during COVID, like just Amen. like trying to feed that many – division one college football players you can't run through a buffet at a hotel anymore it's all got to be boxed up you know like there's i don't know if traveling is going to be as luxurious for these guys as it used to be maybe it'll be better because they're socially distancing on the plane and they can sprawl out a little bit more i don't know but these are things to think about all right um big thanks to our friends at the Sportsbook, the DraftKings Sportsbook at Wild Rose Casino in Jefferson. If you have not been up to there, it is a beautiful place to watch a game. They have amazing food. And I uh, recently went up to Jefferson and signed up for the DraftKings app. I can assure you it is the best thing that we have going for us here in the state of Iowa. It the the other guys I haven't even I, I have some money stashed over there, but I haven't even used it because the the DraftKings app and they there's always great promotions going on too, Todd. That's the cool thing. Um huge. It, yeah. Huge like The one on tonight's NFL games just just stupid. They're just giving you free money. Yeah. Um uh and it's it's constant. So well, I could not endorse them anymore. This is an easy endorsement for me, the DraftKings app.
1: Well, they get it. I mean, it's a, it's a young company. It's a, it's a hungry company It's publicly traded for those of you who get into that stuff. They've hired Michael Jordan as a consultant. They're putting a sports book into Wrigley field. You know, they're, they're just thinking dynamically and, and, uh, and the product is better, Chris. I mean, that's just flat out where user interface economy and, it's a much better product.
0: All right. Um, so here's what we're going to do. Uh, I want to I pick Todd's brain on a couple of NFL things. And then every week, uh, again, we don't want this to really be a pick show, uh, but we're going to each give out – are you cool with three that we really like? Yeah. Each week. Okay. Um, you can follow both of us as well on Twitter and our, uh, we are going to have an action fanatics Twitter. We're going to bring that back where we can start doing this. I got to find the password. We created this. I
1: have it. It's locked into my phone. I just don't know how to get it.
0: (laughs) We started this in March before March madness and then all hell broke loose. And here we are. Um, I, um, I got a couple that I like, and um we'll we'll give out to on the forums and stuff our uh, action network so you can just follow us. I mean, we want to be transparent with this. I'm not I'm not like betting like certain things on the side. I want everything I do, I want our listeners to be able to see. So if I'm if I'm hitting at 36%, you can taunt me. If I'm hitting at 74%, like I had the last 2 years, you can uh you can ride along with me. Um and I know And that
1: the- does show 30 day trends too, which I like, like it'll, you yeah. know, last 30 days. Yeah. And if you click, if you go into that, that app, which is phenomenal, that action network app, you can click on the sports and then see our latest bets. So you can almost do your own. Um, we almost need a statistician maybe to do it, to do it for us this year on our top games. But, but I like you, Chris, I got my action network thing up running. It's a uh, dollar figures for me. Um, so it's totally legit and clean. I've been crushing the NBA.
0: Okay. Um, real quick, your thoughts on the NFL. I, I gave you my overall, uh, and this is kind of how I think we'll be too. Todd's kind of our NFL guy. I'm kind of the college guy. Um, and then we can bounce things off of each other. But how are, how are you approaching the NFL season without a preseason? No fans in many scenarios. I mean, how sports betting wise, Todd, how, how is this year different in your mind?
1: I think the there there's one key difference and it has to be the time that these teams have had together with new staff or a change at the most important position, which is quarterback. And I think there's one team you can throw all that up and you know what out the window. And that's Tampa Bay. Cause mm-hmm. Tom Brady is the best at doing this mm-hmm. and he's got familiar people And uh, don't have to worry about that. I think Tampa Bay is who you think Tampa Bay is. Uh, Other than that, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough for a rookie rookie starting quarterback at Cincinnati. Uh, It's going to be tough for um, where they've had major change like Washington football team. Not only have they had all new coordinators, new head coach, but that head coach has cancer too, Chris, right? And Mm -hmm. he may be turning that over to, Fox. So you've got to look for those things. And I, I think that will, that's an edge and I believe me, it's built into the line already, Mm -hmm. the way Vegas thinks. Um, so how can you kind of manage through that and still say, you know, here's Jacksonville that traded away all their people, but it's not even a double digit number. What's that say about Indy that Vegas knows that we don't know. Right. Um, but, Phillip Rivers he's a new quarterback yeah he's worked with Reich but he's not Tom Brady so there may be something to that you know that that line should be higher in my opinion
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, but there's something there in that so I think that's really the only difference because you had not had that preseason to really work it out and figure out what's going on that
0: way um that's good stuff We'll, we'll we'll find out a lot again I just full disclosure I'm going to be I'm going to take it real easy here I'm gonna, I'm going to yeah. I'm going to dip my toes into the water nice and slowly um, I, it's going to be tempting but I'm telling you Todd the last 5 years the worst weeks I've had have all been in week 1 cuz I'm too I'm too anxious I'm too rambunctious um, i just I just want action and but um
1: i do too see that's the thing you said in the beginning that oh i don't bet because you bullshit you know, you know you want action like i'm gonna give you my picks but i'm telling you i'm gonna play other stuff right?
0: yeah i mean I'm, it just these it's are just, the three that we like the most right that, right. that we've come up with right. uh okay before we do that um <laughs> I do think since we're on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network, um, which is, is always um, fueled by our friends at Cody Road and the Mississippi River distilling company. I'm I, picking some of that up this weekend, Chris. Beautiful. It's yeah. it's delicious. It's delicious. It's old, it's old fashioned weather this weekend. Yes, it is. Um, Iowa State in Louisiana, and we'll we'll do you know, we'll probably keep going, hopefully with the big ten. Uh, when it starts up, and uh, we'll we'll roll in that way. But um, sorry, this is the problem. We do these over Zoom. You can get like text and stuff like that. And then I don't know if you heard that little. Yeah. Bing.
1: Hey, by the way, if my, I heard it. If my Zoom backs out, I'll be right back on. So,
0: okay, so well, we may have a part. <laughs> I'm a I'm a I'm a radio professional. I can kill time if I need to. So this Iowa State Louisiana game is super interesting. This Louisiana team might be one of the top, I don't know, three or four best group of five teams in the entire country. They come into Jack Tri Stadium without any fans. Louisiana won 10 or 11 games last year. They had a top five offense in the country. They have a senior quarterback who, who can run. They've got a couple of running backs who are thousand-yard rushers from a year ago. Uh, their play-by-play guy told thinks it's the best front seven he's seen there for a while. Interesting schematically, they run a 3-4, at least they have in the past. I yep. actually kind of like that for Iowa State, at least. Um, I'm guessing, and I I haven't seen a lot of sharp plays, I'm guessing a lot of sharps are probably going to ride uh, Louisiana here, or at least nudge people to. Matt Campbell's been really slow, Um He's been very slow out of the gates for his entire career at Iowa State. I don't know what to take of that. I do know this, Todd. He's a guy who follows this program very closely. I think this is a different type of team. I think this is his most experienced team. He's got a proven quarterback. he uh, got proven running backs. Did not have that a year ago. Um, I think Iowa State is elite at tight end. Maybe the best tight end room in the country uh, on the defensive side of the ball. I think Iowa State's front seven is top 10 in the country. On the back end, Greg Guysworth, one of the best safeties in the country. I really like this team. Uh, If I'm going to make any type of a play with Iowa State this year, I think it would be the over win total at six and a half. Mm -hmm. I've got Iowa State at least seven and three. I think they're an eight and two type team, you know, barring anything um, COVID that could go on with this roster. I really like them Uh, right now at the DraftKings Sportsbook at Wild Rose Casino in Jefferson. They're laying 12. I would probably, if I had to play this game, and and I probably shouldn't give out picks for Iowa State since I cover them, um, but I'll analyze them for you guys. If I had to play this game, I'd probably lay the points. Just more, it's a statement on Iowa State more than it is on Louisiana. I think this is, in my 15 years of covering Iowa State football, looking at a roster, preseason, the coach, analyzing everything, this is the best Iowa State football team I have ever seen.
1: It, well, I I think I told you this. This is the best chance Iowa State's ever had to win a national championship. All things considered, you have two Power Five conferences technically not playing. They say they're going to try, but you—I mean, think about it. And this is their best team, I agree with you 100%. So it's, it's, it's our best chance to win a national championship. It is, um, across the board, the best team that they've ever had. Um, they have... You know, I've heard many people refer to Iowa State as really having NFL talent in a lot of positions, and uh, you don't hear that a lot about Iowa State. So I would guess that of this team, you'd probably see the highest percentage of you know NFL draftees or NFL talent from this team that we've ever had. So that that's all you need to know. Um, my take on this is you know the, the Raging Cajuns are a very good football team. Um, but they don't play anybody, Chris. So these numbers that they have and they've backed up, you know, I know they have, you know, I heard your podcast, a three running back, three headed running back with really two guys that are returning that are really good. But Iowa state's three man front defense is built to stop that crap. And I don't think, I don't think the Cajuns are going to have the ability to improvise The one thing I look at is last year was their best team ever, right? You know, in history. And that guy was covering them for 29 years, he said. Mm -hmm. Well, they went into Mississippi State, who, if I could use your term loosely here, sucked. (laughs) And they lost by 10. So um, they played Mississippi State two years previous to that. They lost by 46 and by 42 so you know if, if, if you know Matt cable better than me these guys are ready to play some F football um, it's 11 and a half depending on where you can get it um, it's one of my bets I'm betting Iowa You're State. taking Iowa
0: <laughs> State okay yeah yeah, I, I just think I, I'm hoping it'll come down a little bit because people are on this UOL stuff. I, I'm I'm going to ride there with you too, if you don't mind. And no. I, I mean, if I'm just be, I want to be honest with our audience. It's one of my three favorite plays. Love it. Uh, love it. And love like
1: it. app state held them App. Uh, they held them what it was, uh, um, 17 to seven. What a game 17 to seven. And App State is like the best small school team. I mean, they're really good, right? They've gone into Michigan and won. And, mm-hmm. um, but, yeah, I think ULL is a really good football team against the competition that they play.
0: You know, I'll say this, too. I, I figured, too, like, at some point, Campbell, like, I mean, I, I, coaches are always tweaking things to try and improve upon their weaknesses. He knows they've come out of the gates slow. Like, I mean, at some point you're going to make a change. And I think one thing about Iowa State that, that is probably not talked about enough, it would have been had it not been a COVID offseason, is Tom Manning being back for a second year and Mick McCall joining that coaching staff is kind of like he's, – he's coaching the running backs, but he's also like a consultant. And I think that's a really big deal. Yeah. Uh, all right, Um, right. I'll go with my second play here. I'm, I'm, I'm going to give all college – in the full disclosure, guys, I haven't done the homework on the NFL to give you educated picks yet. I will. I told Todd, I got to catch up. I'm so far behind. I've just been trying to keep this company afloat for the last six months. And now it's
1: Understandable, Well, <laughs> man, your letter, your letter says it all with all the change and new companies and new people. And Yeah. I mean, think about it. Small businesses of, you know, let me get on my stump here for a second this is a tough time for people out there. And, you know, we don't care if you're betting five bucks or 500 bucks. Um, This is an industry that can sustain and and Cyclone Fanatic is as much ingrained in the program as the athletic department is. And if you ask Jamie Pollard and you ask John Walters, who I consider, you know, the upper echelon there, they would tell you the same thing. So um, I'm very proud of you and I'm happy for you guys. you built, uh, an incredible brand and where it's going is, is even more exciting. So, um, appreciate yeah, that. I think, I think even if you got to the precipice and of falling off the cliff, you would have been rescued or saved brother. There's a, there's enough people out there that, that believe in and, uh, feel that you're, you're, you're much of the red of gold as, as anybody else. So I'm happy for
0: you guys. Well, I appreciate that Todd. And it's a, it's really, I'm really happy to have you a part of it now too. I mean, yeah, it's I, crazy.
1: I never thought I'd say
0: that. I, I'm very happy, and I, I can't wait to see where this goes. Um, all right, enough of the gooey stuff. Yes. Football. So, another team, and I've talked about this over the years. Most fans don't know this about me. I'm a closet Florida State fan, have been my whole life. It goes back to 1994. I was 10 years old. They beat Nebraska in the Orange Bowl. I hated Nebraska. And they're doing the tomahawk chop, and Bobby Bowden's chopping on his gum. And I said – Hey, um, I absolutely love that team because they just shut up all my friends who were Nebraska fans, and I started of that. I started following Florida State ever since. So it's a team that I follow closely. He had a rough off season. I love Mike Norvell. I think he is a fantastic coach. Got to watch him a lot. Um, watched a lot of his tape when Iowa State played Memphis in the Liberty yes. Bowl. I think he's an elite head coach. Uh, I'm not surprised he ended up at a premier job like Florida State. I might add Matt Campbell could have had this job too, but he turned it down. Um, th- right now, let me pull up the- he knows He knows Seneca. Matt knew Seneca was in. <laughs> let me pull up the DraftKings Sports. So right now it's at 13. If you follow me on the Action Network, I bet this last night, I think at 11 and a half.
1: Yeah, it's steaming. It's steaming upward. It uh, steam, is, steam is a stupid word. I don't know why I said it, but that's what, yeah. They're
0: that's playing, they're, they're hosting Georgia Tech in an ACC game. A couple things at play here. One, um, I, I'm i a big Norvell guy. Going, and a, a coaching change, what he had is very minor compared to uh, what Jeff Collins is, is facing, replacing Paul Johnson in Georgia tech where you're trying to go from an option to a pro style type of offense. Um, the thing and here, they, he
1: was there last year, just, you know, full, full yeah,
0: transparency. There yeah. I'm sorry. Thank you for yep. that correction.
1: Second year, second year yeah. in that system, but all the athletes Thank were you. set up for Paul Johnson.
0: Yeah. He's still, a, he still has an option style of player, you know, yeah. that that's yep. what he has there to me. um, A couple of things here. Blackman, the quarterback at Florida state is experienced. I think this is his. What is his fourth year? Yeah, this is his fourth year. And two, I Florida State has an elite defensive front seven. Their their front four is it's not better than Clemson, but it's second best in the ACC. I think with with Paul Johnson' his departure a couple years ago, that type of offense. I just don't think in a post COVID year how sharp is a team like georgia tech who still doesn't really have an identity going to be on the road in its first game i don't think i'm not sure that they will score double digits and georgia but that being georgia tech i'm going to lay uh, the, i laid the 11 and a half right now it's at 13 um i'll just take the 13 because that's what it is when we're publishing this podcast i'll i'll do it that way um I'm going to lay the 13 in Florida state. I think that they win this game by, I was too, I don't like it as much as 13 as I did at 11 and a half, but still mm-hmm. if it's under 13 and a half, 14, I would still probably play it. And I'm, I'll give out Florida state over Georgia tech is my second pick for all of those reasons. I just think Norvell, even in year two or even in year one is going to have an easier transition post COVID they had a lot of issues now, but I, but I think Norvell's taken, um, you know, he's taken enough slaps to the face there in his time where I'm, I'm hopeful that he's put in the time to have this team buy into him as a leader and that they'll come out of the gates roaring, but it's mainly because of that front seven. I think Georgia tech's going to have a really hard time moving the football.
1: You know, me, Mr. Trend, I'm going to say this and then I'm going to, um, it over to you so I can log in and log back on. But there's a couple things. Well, one thing that I like about this and, and what I like about Norbell is the dude loves to score points. Mm-hmm. So he's not gonna take his foot off the throttle. He's not gonna be satisfied with, you know, hey, we're just up seven here. That guy's gonna score and whether Blackman's in or that guy at the backup in um, he's the coach the Florida State has needed for a while you know and you can look at it on the negative side too it is a new coach new staff new system all those things did they have enough time did they get into it blah 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 but um, all that is, is what I would take into it the only other trend I saw too was their 05 and two against the spread versus Georgia Tech so they have a little bit of a history in the last seven games. Um, this line has moved so much that that too may change, but, um, you know, I could see where you could go Florida state and, and I respect the Georgia tech angle too, because they don't have, uh, uh they don't have the Joes to run the X's and O's that this coach wants to run yet. Um, but yeah, <clears throat> yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna play it per se, but if you're playing it and you're seventy-four <laughs> percent. But God, my, I might play this. I'll <laughs> say
0: this though. My I would love to go back and add up my week one the last two years, because I'd say I'm probably more like twenty-five percent in week one. So I yeah. just want to Well be...
1: on the on the face of it at this game when I looked at it and then dug in a little bit deeper, I lean Florida State. Yeah, right. I'm just okay. not
0: gonna pull this play. All right, what's your second play of the week?
1: <sighs> All right, so I started diving into Western Kentucky Louisville Interesting. and I okay. watched this Louisville team quite a bit last year. And what I saw was a really energetic coach kind of bringing this school back to where it needed to be. And, um, I thought I was going to go, you know, hardcore Louisville, here we go. But something changed my mind. A little bit of a lean on Louisville. Then I saw this Army line move up to 21, and I saw Army play, and I watched that game. Army's a good football team. They remind me of Navy last year, and I had Navy beating Kansas State in their bowl game because Navy was legit across the front. They had a great quarterback. Army has that. Louisiana Monroe is terrible. I think Iowa State scored put up 70-burger on them, right? Uh Mm-hmm. I love Uh, Army 77. They could
0: have scored 100 if they wanted to. They
1: could have. They have no defense. They're not going to stop. And guess what? (laughs) Louisiana Monroe's defensive coordinator quit two days ago. Yeah. He quit.
0: That's insane. So
1: you're talking about turmoil. You watched Army just blow up. They're going to throttle Louisiana Monroe. So that's my, that's my second next to Iowa State. And then I want to throw this out there too, and then I'll, I'll hop back on. But um, you have uh, – where was it? Who is the super high line? You have Clemson, yeah, 33 at Wake, and then you Stay have too. Texas, 42, 43-ish. I'm going to call this my 3 and 3A. Three I'm going to take both of those first half. So I look for those teams to come out, guns a-blazing. They haven't had much work, right, as a team, so they're going to play their starters no matter what the score is for at least that first half. I know Wake Forest is a little bit better, but we're talking Clemson, and Clemson covered all of these games last year. Love this Clemson team. They won a national championship. I believe that they'll be able to cover their first-half numbers. It brings that number down a little bit, I think, uh, Kansas or, uh, Texas is down to like 27 and a half. I like it there. If it was 28, I'd buy it, do the Chris Williams by the half point. And then that's
0: always uh, by the half point, baby. Yes. On the I don't
1: want it at 28 because they could yeah. easily 35, seven. And then, uh, I think, I think, uh, they'll have no problem. Clemson will have no problem covering. I think it's like 21 under 21 in that first half. So
0: I like those two as my three and three. A. Well, that was my uh, Clemson was my third play.
1: Nice. All right, talk through it. I'm going to log off and log back on. I'll be right back.
0: Okay. Yeah, Clemson's my third play. Uh, it's right now at 33 and a half. Um, I don't necessarily like it going up that high, but you know the the thing is, Clemson has outscored Wake Forest 115 to six the last two years. And I'm just pretty confident that of all the teams out there right now, you know, I have a pretty good feeling that Clemson is ready to go. Based on, I'm just going quotes from the offseason, Dabo. um, I think they are going to be just spitting fire when they take that field against Wake Forest. So I'm going to roll with the favorites to win the national championship. I'm going to lay the five touchdowns. I really wish this was down at 31. 31. But I'm not going to let that keep me uh, from giving out my third play. So I'll go with the Clemson Tigers at uh, 33 and a half at the DraftKings sports book at Wild Rose Casino right now. Um, for my third play. All right, so there's our college plays for Week One. Todd, um, again, I'm not. I'm not really going to do much NFL this week because I. I don't know. I'm. I, I need to see these teams. I need to, before I can give out any sort of intelligent analysis, Do what do you, what do you have? Anything enticing to you out there?
1: Yeah. I'm wanted to throw this out too, Chris. I mean, obviously this year we have 14 teams going to the playoffs. So it's, it's a, it's a change. It's a unique year. Um, I think there's some things to kind of watch and there's been a trend um, in the last, I think it's 12 years. And I apologize if I'm getting that wrong. Um but forty-four percent of teams that go twelve and four don't make the playoffs, and there's six teams that went twelve and four last year. Twenty-three percent finish under five hundred. So, can you imagine Kansas City? Like, what team can you imagine going there? New England? Mm-hmm. You know, that's gonna happen. Like, one of these teams are gonna finish below five hundred. Is it Baltimore, <clears throat> New Orleans? I mean, so know that this worst to first, and teams that are, are going to come up. I think it's too hard to judge right now. So interesting games, Miami at New England, a game I want to watch just to see where these teams really are, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Cleveland and Baltimore. Yeah, I love the Browns, but I want to see where those teams really are. But then I kind of focus this week on teams that I know where they are, right, that they didn't have a lot of change. Um, There's trends that go against it. You could do divisional dogs in the first week is a really good trend. You can bet blindly and go. What I'm going to do this year, I'm going to bet blindly, and I want to track it, is I'm going to take double-digit dogs every week. Anytime I can get it, I'm playing it. I'm playing hmm. a unit on that game. And so that leads me right to tonight's game, right? I mean, Houston getting 10 at KC, uh, I like. I, I, It's not that um, – you know, I think Houston's a better team, but they did beat Kansas City last year in the regular season, right? They were up 24 to nothing or 17 to whatever it was in the playoffs. Houston's a good football team. Um, they've got a, a new receiver or that came in because they lost their guy, but their offensive line is back. They haven't had much change. Kansas City hasn't either. I know these teams. That's a commodity. I'm going to take the 10 points and go with that. <clears throat> Another two okay. teams. I, uh, two teams. I think we know a little bit about are the Jets and the Bills. And the Jets have had um, two major departures in Mosley at linebacker and Adams at safety, and that is huge, huge. Those are huge losses for that defense, which is a team that is awful anyway. Um, Buffalo's at minus seven. I like that team at home, just laying seven points to the Jets, who I think are abysmal. And Buffalo is returning 10 on offense, 10 on defense. So they're not losing much for what they have. And uh, their defense is phenomenal. Hmm. Um, plus, they added a couple of rookies who I, I kind of like. And then, of course, they took your Stefan Diggs.
0: It's all right. Um, I'm, I was done it. with him. I was tired of him last year.
1: I get it, but he's kind of that guy that they really needed, right? They didn't have that stretch-the-field guy, so I think it. Um, they've got really a two-headed running back game with Zach Moss coming in from Utah. That guy's going to be able to start and spell Singletary when they need to. Singletary's kind of a smaller back. Um, so I like Buffalo there, so I look at those two games. And then <clears throat> I'm kind of torn here. I've liked Atlanta, um, so it would be kind of a maybe my, my fourth – I just think this team with Matt Ryan, the receiving cores, um, bringing in uh, Gordon at running back, their defense is a uh, little, and Seattle's defense has gotten better. You know, they added Adams. Um, but I like this Atlanta team this year. I think that is going to be one of those teams, in my mind, I've targeted them as kind of rising up into the playoffs, and Seattle as being one of those teams that's going to fall out of the playoffs. I don't. Seattle's offense can only win these close games so often. And you can only count on your quarterback to do it so often. And they did it like every opportunity they had last year. They won those games. Uh, kind of like Green Bay. I see them taking a step back. Um, you just can't – That's not doesn't sustain it, 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 it. Trends will tell you it's not going to happen. But my third pick overall is going to be – I'm going to take Philadelphia at Washington. I think Washington has – Um, A great defensive line, and that's about it. Um, Philadelphia is a scrappy, hardened bunch that did a lot with tons of adversity last year. You name it, cluster injuries on the defense, on the offense, and that team persevered. Um, I like that, and it's under seven points. Um, now they're going on the road, but Washington's got the turmoil at the top from their owner being the complete delta bravo that he is to the coach having cancer, the whole new system, all new schemes, uh, sticking with Dwayne, who I know who's was better last year. I just feel like I'm going to take the better team and lay under seven. Um, Washington's going to be horrible this year. I'm going to run with those three, and then my fourth would be Atlanta, um, the only team I'm really taking the um, – the points outside of a, a 10 point line with Houston. So there you have it, man Four in the NFL. I mean, all these games though, green Bay at Minnesota, real interested in that.
0: Yeah, that'd be game. a good one. It's
1: like where, you know, Stefanski's gone. What's going to happen. I, that Indy Jacksonville game has me so perplexed. I want to bet the Colts in the worst way. And I probably will, <clears throat> but I don't know what's going on. Like Jacksonville might Jacksonville's probably worse than Washington and it's only eight, but I'm just trying to figure out like, I can't, what, what's there that I'm missing, but you got Dallas at the Rams. Everybody's picking doubt. Like everybody's picking the Rams come back Pittsburgh. All right. <clears throat> I said, I wasn't going to give more than three and now I'm at five.
0: Now you're just going crazy here.
1: I, well, I flipped the page. <laughs> All right. I flipped the page and And I saw this game and it just jumped out at me. I mean, obviously you got Tampa at New Orleans, great football game, Arizona at San Fran, they played them tough. Um, Nobody is talking about the New York Giants. Nobody, and I don't know if you listen to it, I've listened to a ton of stuff. Nobody's talking about the Giants. And did you see their coach on Twitter doing the mud drill on the fumble and going all in and diving for the ball and, you know, cradling it in? This team loves this guy. All right. They love their coach.
0: See, this is the stuff that, man, I'm just not up on with the NFL yet. I I will be. Give me the next, like, 10 days, and I'm going to be catching up with you. But I, I'm just not there yet. I appreciate all this. This is. I'm just sitting back and listening, man.
1: This is stupid. This is just a stupid play. It's a stupid thing. But when I saw that, I'm like, I got to dig in on this. You know, what, what's going on? It opened at three. It steamed up to six. Nobody's talking the Giants. Everybody's talking the Steelers. Oh, Steelers are coming back. They're return- Steelers are returning everybody, and their defense is legit tough. This Daniel Jones guy, kid, I like him. I like what he brings. I like his swagger. He's like he's like a Manning, and, and people oh. want to laugh. Well, how many Super Bowls do the Manning brothers have? Was, the last time I count is four, and one of the brothers beat uh, Brady twice to get it. And by the way, the Broncos haven't been crap since the other one left, and he was not that good. I'm just going to take a little flyer, little 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 sprinkle here on these Giants, um, getting points at home against Pittsburgh. I'm going to wait and see if it might go up to seven. If we can get it that touchdown, that would be awesome. And if he could toss it into a teaser to get it up to 13, even better. But I just kind of like that the team nobody's talking about, the team everybody's talking about because Roethlisberger's back. Um Let's see what these Giants have this year. Let's see what they have. Cause I you know, you got Saquon and Daniel and you've got some great receivers who are um, you know, really under the radar. Defense is probably the biggest issue, but I don't think Pittsburgh's all that in a bag of freaking chips, man. <laughs> um little nudge there to the Giants at the end. So
0: that's it. That's all I got. That's it. Three turned into five, kinda. Of. It's okay. Follow us at Action Fanatics on Twitter. We're gonna keep building that thing up. And uh, thanks to our friends at the Wild Rose Casino in Jefferson and also uh, the DraftKings Sportsbook. And um, cheers to everybody. Have a a good luck this week. Again, like I I would... I'd be cautious. That's just my advice. I would be cautious. I know y'all are itching to get out there, but I think it's going to be pretty unpredictable, but um, maybe unpredictable is good. Maybe if you go against everything that we say, you'll win. I don't know. I,
1: yeah. Leave me fade it, but we got a lot to learn, Chris. I
0: can't yep. wait for the next show. Thanks brother. Appreciate you. Thank you. He's Todd. No, likewise. He's Todd Kirk. My name's Chris Williams. We'll be back next week. We're going to record this every Thursday during the football season here on the Cyclone Fanatic Podcast Network.